Hello and welcome back to the Regents podcast. Woo! We are very excited to have a special guest, Lucy, Hello. with us today. How are you doing, Lucy? I'm doing really, really well, thank you. How about you? Sounds good. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. Good. Enjoying life. Yes. Good. As always. Good. As always. That's very helpful. I have just had a very busy lecture week though. Mm, I was going to ask how it was actually, because yeah. you finished evangelism and apologetics. I have, yeah, just finished that. It's been great. Um, I think I probably enjoyed more of the practical evangelism side. Mm, you know? Definitely. But the apologetics is really good as well, talking about like sin and, and suffering and, and evil and things like that. Yeah. But yeah, really good. Really good. I'm on a free module. Oh, so I was going to ask. No lectures. Very no. nice. How have you spent this free module then? Um, editing the Regents pod, so <laughs> everyone appreciates. So that's good. Um, but yeah, it's been quite relaxed as well. Um, I was tempted to go into lectures, you know, mm. just to sit in. Just to sit but in. You should. You should do that yeah. at some point. So, I recommend. Yeah. yeah. No. No uh, essays. Always a plus. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. But yeah. How have you been, Lucy? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I am finishing up my degree, Ooh. which is really scary. I feel like it was yesterday I was in first year, and I still, there's part of me that still feels like I'm only just ready to go into second year. And so the fact that actually, no, I'm getting kicked out and going into the real world um, very, very soon is quite scary, but very exciting. Yeah, really excited. Very exciting. Well, yeah. come to the end of your Regent's journey. I know, I know. Has it been good though? Yeah, it's been really good, really challenging. Very, uh, like it stretched me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's challenged me a lot. Um, living with people will bring out the best and worst in you. Um, so it's an experience that like none other. And I definitely think people who aren't at Regents and studying at Regents uh, don't fully understand the intensity of work. Mm -hmm. uh, of like eating, living, breathing, uh, praying, studying the Bible together. Um, yeah. Very intense, but it's really amazing. And I've learned and grown so much as a result. That's awesome. Yeah. Really good. What has been sort of a highlight looking back across the three years? <sighs> That's a good question. What's been a highlight? There's been so many. Um, People, I think a reoccurring thing was definitely going to be people. Um, spending time with people, getting to know people, praying with people. Like, that's such an incredible opportunity um, to just, like, pray with each other. And the fact that you're just, like, um, or like two-minute journey away. You're living in the same place. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really going to miss that. That's been a huge highlight. Another highlight is actually living uh, on site. Um, I love the library, but also I love the hill. Um, yeah, have you discovered the library yet? <laughs> I've been a couple times. I've oh, accidentally times. wandered in. Oh, like, I have a confession to make. I've only just, only just learned really how to use that journals room. And oh. I'm obsessed now, but gutted I had no idea how to use it up until now. Oh, uh, yeah, so I've also like uh, loved so much um, walking up the hill um, to see the sunrise. That's been my thing. Um, really early mornings, walking up the hill have a sunrise walk and dragging some friends along the way and being like hey we're gonna turn this into a prayer walk come wow. on not every day surely not every day no during my first year um i think i did go a good chunk really? uh during because we had lockdown right okay. and so that was the only way to 
uh, keep me sane, basically, <laughs> which was like to walk up the hill, have structure, feel like you've accomplished so much uh, before the days really started. And I remember in first year during lockdown, there was so much snow. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was really beautiful. Um, very dangerous because my shoes had no grip on them. And so like... <laughs> It was almost as if you were sliding down uh, the, edge. the hill. Yeah. Yes. Of a hill. Yeah, literally. When I get on the hill, there have been so many times where I'm like, it's really windy and I'm very small. I am very scared the wind's going to like blow me away off of the off the hill. But it's not happened. So that's no. really great. Well, we're glad it didn't. Yeah, me <laughs> too. <glad> me <laughs> too. Uh, but the wind's quite strong. So. It is, isn't it? It is. It's very windy today. It has been a windy day. Mm. Yeah. I remember recently on Monday we walked up the hill at midnight for Tom's birthday and yeah. you couldn't see anything it was so foggy and raining and wet um, and yeah it was just so windy as well it's just yeah. a terrifying experience but yeah, worth it it's quite scary um, for sure especially going up the hill at night so I've gone like stargazing a few times mm. um, but I've probably gone more times alone than I should have done and so right. it's kind of an interesting experience uh, because lots of pagans like to go up there to have um, interesting rituals. So sitting on the bench stargazing while people like walking behind you and you know what they're going to do some oh, wow. sort of ritual is really, I don't recommend. Mm. No. Uh, no. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, maybe stay off the hill <laughs> after it gets... Uh, yeah, when it starts to get a bit Fair tighter. enough, fair enough. <laughs> Well, apart from all of the uh, the hill walking and the, uh, the the campus living, how have you found the the study? Ooh. The, why don't you tell us what your favourite module has been? Yeah, that's a really good, really good question. Yeah, the study. The studies challenged me. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have considered myself a very academic person, so coming here has been really challenging, but really encouraging as well to be like, okay, actually, I can write an essay, and like really seeing God's kindness in that. Um, so yeah, the academic part I've really enjoyed as well. I love researching. Like I said, I'm going to miss the library. Um, so I've really enjoyed, uh, yeah, researching, digging in. I, I love the biblical modules. Um, those have been really good. Mm -hmm. Um, and the papers that are like unpacking certain Bible verses, Mm -hmm. I've really enjoyed those. I think though... It might, it might be too soon to say, but the current module I'm in, and I've only had like two lectures, have been incredible and like uh, really me and very practical. And uh, it's church and mission. So I wow. highly recommend it. It's been so good. It might be early, too early best to say. Last. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Last. 100%. Ending well. That's yeah. how I'm feeling about it. Ending oh, that's well. good. Yeah. I really enjoyed them. Um, I mean, maybe the only sort of Biblical, like, unpacking one that we've done so far is biblical interpretation. Yes. But I really enjoyed that one. one. Yeah, that was really good. So good. Especially so soon into the academic. They do it very early, don't they? You do it very early, and I think that's really good. Mm. Um, It was really funny. We were talking about the gospel in uh, Church and Mission, and I was like, right, why are we literally saving the end of my degree uh, to talk about and unpack the gospel? I feel like it's a little late. Um, But yeah, it was really good. Good. (laughs) Really good. Good. You've had some roles as well. I have, Over the yeah. past few years. Um, what's been a standout role? 
Mm, so last year I had the absolute privilege of heading up the events team. Come on, Let's we go. love the events team. And that was such a beautiful opportunity. Really amazing, really challenging as well. Um, leading team. I don't think I've really ever done that before. And beca before coming to Regents, I don't think I ever thought I could do that. Okay. And so that was really exciting. Um, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, every year my highlight has always been induction week which is when the first years come in and like I think it's the youth worker in me where you kind of have loads of uh, fun games silly games and um, getting to know you guys always my highlight every time every year every year it was so, fun it, yeah I can't even remember what happened last year feels like a blur um, but that's definitely been like such a standout time um, yeah I really enjoyed it that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, for the um, for some of the guys out there listening who who don't quite know what happens on the events team, mm. we have something at the end of the year yes. called Bash. Yeah. You know. Now, before I came to Regents, I had absolutely no idea what that word meant, and I'd heard it a few times okay. before. Same, actually. But why don't you, could you just tell us a little bit about what Bash is? Sure. It's basically like, I guess, a prom. I've not been to prom before, so I guess it's Me like... Me neither. Yeah, so... Okay. Basically, not much exciting happens. Um, each year that I've been here, we've had like a marquee, and I don't know if it's still a marquee, uh, but we, I think they used under to. Under wraps, <laughs> under wraps. I think they used to like go off site, and you basically dress up super fancy, and then um, just hang out with each other, have food, music, um, just yeah, very good. Cool. Like a big party. It basically yeah. is a very big party to end the year and sort of send off uh, the third years. Yeah. So that's really lovely. Yeah, end the year well. Definitely. It's planned well. Is oh, it? Is that right? It's yeah. good. So I've heard. Making promises, but <laughs> you'll like it. Oh, that's really exciting. Very excited for that. Yeah. So would you say that's definitely been the, the best or your favourite event? Ooh, uh, what, Bash? Yeah. I think it's... Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. I, it's, been, it's been a stressful one. Mm. Um, be planning behind the scenes and trying to finish well. Uh, last year, definitely, it was really lovely like watching everything to come together. I think, I think induction week's a big one uh, mm -hmm. that stand out for events-wise. And another big one is bonfire night. Um, yeah. Before you guys came last year, we had this massive bonfire. Right. Like it was like, you know the football field? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's a tradition where like each bonfire night, people would take as many logs and whatever wood that they can find and create this massive bonfire. But the thing is, it like leaves a huge stain on the uh, football field. Yeah, so we've kind of avoided that. Yeah, not course. ideal. Yeah, no. no, it's not ideal, especially if we want to play football. True. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I think we've explained a little bit before, possibly, that at Regents there's different, um, so they're called tracks that they're on. Yeah. And so it's kind of like streams or groups, depending mm -hmm. on what you are. And, um, you know, James explained a little bit about the A track last time. But um, <laughs> we're actually on the same track, aren't we? Lucy? We are on the same Church track. Church leadership. How exciting is that? Yeah, very exciting. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about what that uh, entails? Yeah, so with each track, you are focusing on, I guess, one area. So there's mm. how many tracks to choose from? Four. Four, Four. Yeah. yeah. So I actually started on the youth track. I don't know if you know that, but uh, I started on the youth track. We'll keep and that then, quiet. Now, yeah, we, we kind of <laughs> do. I feel, I feel like I've betrayed them and we don't really talk about it. Um, but I basically came to the end of the year and because my first year was during COVID, uh, I definitely 
had a moment because all of my placement hours, because that's what you do with your tracks, uh, like church leadership and youth, especially mm -hmm. you have placement hours um, where you're like serving in a church in whatever role or area that looks like. And so my first year, most of it, if not all was online uh, on Zoom. And there was like one or two times where there was more um, volunteers than there were young people. Wow. Um, and I remember coming to the end of that, like, okay, let's just take a moment. Do I actually like young people? Like it was a real, it was a real, <laughs> yeah. Do it, well, it is harsh and it's, uh, there's truth in it. Um, I've done a full circle where I'm like, no, I've got such a heart for young people. So it was probably like a wise choice to change tracks and just had a little break um, because I have a lot of background in youth ministry. Um, yes, so I'm on church leadership, church leadership track um, and that looks like having a placement and serving again in whatever role that looks like. So mm -hmm. I've done stuff like Alpha, yeah. I've done stuff at Food Bank, I've done youth. So even though I tried to avoid that, I like came back to that. Um, and I've done like babies and toddlers groups. And how else have I served? Uh, going into schools, work. All the range. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, it's been a blessing. Yeah, so it's been really cool oh, to good. just explore what's uh, happening in the church. Very nice, yeah. very nice. Yeah. So, are we ready? I think we are. Are we? Well, I'm going to give the privilege to you to wow. announce, to announce so our favourite segment. Favourite <laughs> segment. Welcome to Lists and Twists. Woo! Woo! Super exciting. Perfect. Super exciting. So, Lucy, we're going to give you uh, a category to list. Right. And then we're going to throw a twist on it. Ooh. And we'll, we'll see how you deal with it. Okay. So, James, hit us with the list. Your top three ice cream flavours. Imagine you're on yeah. the super hot beach. Okay. And yeah. you're really desperate for an ice cream. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got your right cone. There. Okay. And you just need three scoops to come straight into it. Yeah. But they have to be the best. Oh the my best goodness. Flavor. Okay. So I so I'm gonna ask if this counts, because if this doesn't count, uh, I'm in trouble. Lemon sorbet. Okay. Does that count as like yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay, great. <laughs> I would definitely have lemon sorbet and then maybe keep going with the sorbet theme and raspberry. Mm -hmm. So good. And then throw a little um, mint chocolate chip ice cream very, at the very, bottom. Very, <laughs> very, very different. Good. But yeah, I really love that. Real uh, variety there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, sorbet is almost ice. It's not very creamy, is it? No. It's but I guess if cream. it is like a hot day, that's true. That's then you're going to want something that's quite like refreshing. No, that's true. So, well, big fan of that. Your twist, yeah, what's the twist? which is a big twist, oh, I would no. like to suggest. Oh, no. If you had to melt all that ice cream down yeah. and use it as the topping for your cereal, Ooh. any cereal of your any choice. Oh, my yeah. choice. Yeah. You're not going to choose the cereal for me. No, no. Okay. You, can, you can have the honour of yeah. doing that. But Great. would you maybe think mm, lemon sorbet and frosties? That's not really the one. Or is it? I, I think it would be. I think potentially. I've not tried it before, but I think it could work mint, mint choc chip i think it really depends on the cereal oh 100 100 because if it's like chocolate cereal yeah. hey it works mint chocolate chip yeah perfect what about like remember what's that stuff called remember shredded wheat oh I yeah i think it still exists do you, oh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna say no i still have that does it do they not serve that in the canteen i'm convinced they do maybe they do or maybe i've missed I don't it know. but maybe not with um like raspberry Ice cream, no. ice cream, no one. Ice cream, sorbet. 
I don't think it would be. I think I would try it. I would oh, definitely try it. I would definitely try it. Oh, yeah, I really want to try it. To be fair, it sounds yeah. really good. That does sound good. Just sparked ideas. Yeah. So yes, my answer would be no. I wouldn't change the list. Stay as it is. I stay out as it is. Fair enough. What about you guys? What ice cream would you go to? Cookie dough. Oh, oh my days! Oh my days! I totally had a blank. There's cookie yeah. dough and then brownie flavor. Yeah, oh my goodness! Top of the range. I was in Waitrose with uh, Ellie, Joshua, and Bethan, and they actually do like Ben and Jerry's, just fully cookie dough. No uh, ice cream, just like the dough ball oh, really? in like a bag. Wow. I mean, it's five pounds, which is, is ridiculous. But there's like five little ones, and there, but there's so many in the bag, and it's they're delicious. It's so good. It's really, really. Good. Really good. Might have to get some of them, I think. What about you? What ice cream would you go for? I'm a. But you know the twist, so it's kind of. Cheating. I'm a very simple guy. Okay. Vanilla. Yeah. Is the best it ice cream. Is no, it's it is good. It's underrated for sure. I mean, second to that is probably some sort of like honeycomb. Yeah. Salted caramel. Yeah. Some something around that. I mean, it's still quite vanilla-y, but it's just got a little little yeah. hint of uh, something special. That's good. But I mean, even if you melt vanilla ice cream down, and put it on your cereal, how dissimilar is it? Milk, it's not that far away, it's probably <laughs> as close as you can get. It might be nicer actually, I reckon it would be. I'm gonna do it, mm. forget the milk. <laughs> I'm only having like a vanilla milkshake on yeah. my uh, great. on my cereal. What would be your like go to breakfast choice then? Breakfast. Oh, well, for a number of years while I was at secondary school, yeah, and um, at college, it's changed a bit now. Because obviously I'm in the canteen now, which is very exciting. Yeah. But I always had every single day a coffee and two slices of peanut butter on toast <gasps> every day nice. for what's that like seven years? Okay. It was great. I was a creature of habit. Yeah, I think I'm the same. Yeah. I would go cereal. Really? Main before Regents. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I sometimes yeah. go with cereal here, but yeah, it would just be cereal. And it would change. Like I wouldn't always have the same one constantly. I'd change it up. I get bored of one, and so oh. switch to another. And it just ex- makes it exciting. What's your go-to yeah. like uh, canteen breakfast meal then? Oh well, do you want to know what I have every day? I have the same thing every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two sausages. Nice. Cut up. Beautiful. With some bacon and a hash brown in a sandwich. Oh, I like to- that. A toasted sandwich. Yes. It's got to be toast. Nice. With ketchup every day. Very nice. Keep that structure with it toasted. Yeah, 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 yeah. It holds better together. Okay. Otherwise, it kind of just like falls apart. Okay. Yeah. Why well, is just English full English? But not full English. <laughs> okay. Like half, half, English. English. half English. What's half English yeah. then? So it'd be like mainly like the eggs and then the meat and hash browns, but not really the beans or the mushrooms. Not that big of a fan. No. no. Okay, so coming to regions, I could not stand mushrooms, and okay. I was like, well, it's one of the healthiest options that Regents offers, so I'm going to make myself enjoy mushrooms. So every morning I ask for mushrooms because I was like, you know, I will like mushrooms. And to be fair, it's kind of worked. I don't mind them. I don't dislike them as much as I did. Uh, but yeah, they're That's right real now. commitment. It yeah, is, food. definitely. Would you say you would always go for it now? Or no? They I like make it out of choice. Like Out of choice, yeah. Willingly. I, <laughs> willingly eat it or make it? I feel like there's a difference. Hmm. Make it. No, but if somebody gave it to me, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say no to that. Well, that was our listen twist segment. Very exciting. Very Catch exciting. you next week <laughs> <laughs> for the next list. Always good to twist. talk about food. It's true. Yeah, it's, yeah. true. It's, it's a common theme that keeps coming up. Yeah, but it always makes me hungry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, we'd like to move on to the next part of our podcast, okay. which is the main kind of section. Beautiful. And, you know, uh, the whole point of the Regents pod is just to kind of get to know the people that we're living with. So, Lucy, why don't you just tell us all about your, your story and yeah. what life was a bit like before Regents and, yeah, just let us know. Yeah, okay. So, growing up, I was a missionary kid. So, by the time I was 16, I'd lived in five different countries. Uh, yeah, so we travelled a lot. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we, I think I started off in Cyprus and then went to uh, United Arab Emirates and then Thailand and then uh, America and then here when I was 16. So yeah, very, wow. very diverse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I experienced a lot of change growing up and we used to say that I had three consistencies in life. Um, num- well, no, no particular order, but God was definitely a consistency. My family for sure, and then McDonald's, because every, every <laughs> country we went to, McDonald's. So there's something like about McDonald's that it's like, oh, just a little bit at home. Uh, so, <laughs> so when I'm going crazy with essays, it's like, right, let's go to Mackey's. Uh, midnight Mackey's trips are just... Uh, yeah, you, you, you know you're safe, don't you? Yeah, definitely, yeah. you can't beat them. Um, they're really good. And so I guess because of that, I um, didn't go a time where I didn't know about God. Uh, and so that's like a huge part is I don't think I had like a moment, but I think I've had like a journey mm-hmm. and like seeing him change and transform me. And just, um, I guess the more that I get to know him, the more I own my faith and the less it is my parents' faith. Um, and I, I guess because we're talk- we've been having lectures in church and mission and we've been talking about the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll like bring that in. So what I found that we've discussed is there's typically four points in communicating the gospel and we typically focus on two of them, the middle two, which is um, we are sinners, right? So we've all fallen short of God's glory. We've all missed the mark um, and in doing so we've rejected God. And so the next point that we really focus on is Jesus and what he came to do and that he's fully God and fully man and that he uh, lived the life that we couldn't and sin deserves death and so he died the death that we deserved Um, and so we focus on them too and so for me I think part of my story and journey is um, leaning into the other two and discovering what they mean which is um, the fact that the story didn't end at death but he mm-hmm. rose again. And so it means that, um, yeah, the story doesn't end there. And so what's next? And, and then the first part is that f- the fact that we uh, were created to have a relationship with him mm. and that he loves us. And so for me, a huge part of it is if I really believe the gospel is true, then um, it will impact my life. It will impact the way that I live. Um, and so that's sort of been my journey and seeing God... Um, yeah, do amazing things, become more real uh, in my life. And, and yeah, I guess an example of that is I am a Gen Z, so classic Gen Z. I know someone actually thought I was a millennial the other day and I was heartbroken because they were my closest friends. And I was like, I am not that much older than you. This is outrageous. Even though someone um, at, on site has saved me as grandma on their phone. Oh, it's no. hot. I'm not that old. I'm not that old. Um, so yes being a gen z like the classic um struggling with anxiety because it's the anxious generation and so that was a huge part of my story and so 
a real testimony of what God's done in my life mm-hmm. is uh, giving me a peace that this world doesn't offer. Uh, so that's been huge. And so I guess there's been other events and things that's happened in my life uh, where my relationship with him has shifted and I've like, yeah, taken ownership. So another example was after I finished college, um, I was studying photography full time and um, I guess I decided I didn't want to go into photography because that was a time where I was really struggling with anxiety. And so I was like, if I go down this route, I'm just going to be an exaggerated version of myself and I don't like who I am um, and I don't want to be more anxious and more scared of going outside of my comfort zone. And so I really felt uh, that I should apply for a gap year with Youth for Christ Mm -hmm. um, and do part of their touring team, which is um, you basically go around the UK uh, touring with a band um, as part of a street dance group, which is just cool. And sometimes I see it and I go, oh my goodness, I can't believe that happened. It can only have been God. And so what we would do is, we, yeah, we would tour around, go into schools, teach PE lessons, RE lessons, music lessons, drama lessons. Um, and we would perform a street dance. Yeah, a dance, basically. And then there would always be a message with that. And then uh, with the hope that at the end of the week, we would hold a concert where we would show them the music that we've played and the performances we've performed and then share the gospel with them. And so that was a real beautiful time in my life. It was, again, challenging, like Regents has been, challenging, um, but a real time of strengthening my faith um, and that time where I would wake up every morning like literally every morning and it felt like I was stepping out of faith and being like god I need you to show up today like I cannot do it by myself and so that quiet time became very sacred especially because I was hardcore introvert and like um it was regents but more intense of I would go days where the only time I would get by myself was in the bathroom like I would share a bed with someone sometimes um like in the host homes we would have such a full-on day at the schools and then come back and um, chat to our hosts Uh, and it was yeah really intense so I really valued that that time in the morning and I think as a result it just set such a foundation of my faith uh, going forward Mm. so yeah that's that's kind of me before Regents. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. What I love it's just how much you mentioned the gospel just then. How exciting <laughs> yeah. is that? It was. I don't know if that's the church and mission uh, it module. Might, it, it might be. <laughs> I think, to be it. honest, I've been in church and mission and I've come back being like, oh my gosh, I'm falling in love with Jesus yeah. all over again. That's this awesome. is so exciting. And you know what? Um, it's Good Friday. Oh, yeah. stop. <laughs> how exciting. Yeah. So exciting. You were speaking just about, you know, the death. And yeah. That's happening. Wow. But Sunday's coming. Yeah. Come on, The resurrection amen. is coming. It's on its way. Yeah, amen. Yeah, and it's That's really good. interesting. My friend was talking to me about the fact that some Christians just live on um, Good Friday where it's in the death. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But there is, Sunday is coming. It is. Um, yeah. And so I think that is the ho- hope that we hold, that um, this, the death isn't the end of it. Um, and so we have a hope for tomorrow in the future and eternity. I uh, hope that this, again, the world doesn't offer. Yeah. yeah. So good. So good. <laughs> you were mentioning different places that you've been yeah. and lived in. Yeah. What's been your favourite? 
Good question. I think I liked all of them for different reasons. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got asked that quite a bit and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know. Um, I loved school in the United Arab Emirates. For me, that was really home because I was three when I moved there. And then I think I was like nine when I left. That was like okay. a good chunk of my childhood. And I didn't really know anything else. Um, I, I really missed the heat of, of it, like... Honestly, uh, the sun being in a desert. So I hadn't, I don't know how old I was when I first saw snow, um, but I must have been like 14, 15. And um, up until then, what we used to do was we sled down sand dunes. That was, that was, that was very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so real in the desert. And then um, Thailand, I love the culture, really beautiful culture. Um, and America, spiritually that was like a re a easy place to be um people are very friendly um but but so friendly that uh used to scare me sometimes so i used yeah. to like hide away <laughs> right. my, i used to like hide a lot of the time and my brother would like have to drag me to youth group um because they're just so friendly and i was like whoa uh, i don't know what's like here but yeah that was a really beautiful place to be spiritually and again formed a lot of my faith and what i believed um and take ownership of it and then i was a bit too young to remember cyprus but, yeah so yeah. all of them for different reasons if i can answer that no that's good <laughs> yeah. i'll accept that that's thank fine. you so much <laughs> i appreciate that yeah it does sound very exciting doing all that traveling no yeah yeah it, it was exciting it was hard i don't think growing up i appreciated it as much as i should have no, um no, no. yeah and i think i was really frustrated because i was like i, I got fed the lie that england was the promised land and I, oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I definitely got fed that lie. So I thought, so every time that we came to visit England, it was during the summer, mm -hmm. which is always the best time of the year in yeah, England. Yeah. And so I just saw everyone so happy and peaceful. And I just felt like I was really missing out. Um, and looking back, I definitely wouldn't change anything. I'm so blessed and thankful for my upbringing. And especially the fact that I was brought up with parents who loved Jesus mm. um, and I think it was so beautiful that I was in a raised in an environment where I was allowed to question things and wrestle with things like big yeah. things it wasn't like a okay we don't talk about that in this household it was like no let's explore that what does that mean and so um, I love big questions I love the big questions basically um, so the apologetics of evangelism and apologetics yeah, yeah. really got me yeah, <laughs> I really good. enjoyed that Good. Yeah. and I bet you loved um just with that serving on the Alpha team? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. I didn't realise how much I would enjoy that. I came alive with that. It was like, whoa, let's go. Um, yeah, that was definitely a highlight of my church placement. Mm, definitely sure. some big questions. Big questions. Um, yeah, really big questions. And being at Regents has really helped that as well, um, to have a deeper understanding of what I believe and history and doctrine, which feels like years ago. Well, it was years ago, but... I don't know if I can remember any of it now. <laughs> so I say it's helpful. Uh, it, will, it will come back when. It will. When it needs to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. If I do Alpha again, hey, it'll probably come back then. Yeah. Would you say that, um, you know, moving from different country to different country, how would that affect, have affected your, um, your friendships? Mm. And, you know, growing up, obviously going moving through schools, moving yeah. through things like that. How did it really uh, impact that? Yeah, it really impacted it. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't help that I'm awful at keeping in touch. <laughs> it really doesn't help at all. Um, 
I think I used to get really frustrated when people said that they were going to keep in touch because what I've learned is people are really focused on what's in front of them and that's okay like I think it's so beautiful to be living in the present um and so I was really frustrated about that because it was like oh I'll be different don't worry I know your friends haven't kept in touch before but I'll be different and I'll be like okay let's just wait and see and then again it was that kind of thing life just gets in the way and that's okay but I really think that it's made me appreciate um where I am Mm -hmm. and like the people that I am with now and being able to invest in them uh, and just be present uh where I am so that's kind of the attitude I take saying that um I have some really incredible friends that I'm so blessed with that I actually do keep in touch with um it's so funny we we send about 20 minute voice messages which is so lovely uh which is the best way to keep in touch (laughs) voice message every time um and so I'm very blessed to have them but I think I my friendships I value like depth with them and going deeper um and so those are the usually the ones that last longer Mm. so yeah yeah well that makes sense yeah definitely but I think I think it a huge part about it is um it brought my family a lot closer like I'm really close with my family I love them so much and that was kind of the attitude growing up as well that we were the only ones who really understood what it was like moving around so much and so Mm. we had to protect uh, our relationship with one another and so my so I've got two younger sisters and an older brother um and I love them all very dearly um my brother though lives in America Mm-hmm. so he lives in a different continent he's married um got a little one on the way so i'm gonna become Aww. an aunt i'm gonna become an aunt which is beyond exciting um yeah so i'm very close with them and i think when we moved to the uk my brother chose to stay in america and that was really difficult because we were so close as a family like we again we were consistency and so for him not to have come with us was really hard it was a time where I was like oh my goodness my identity is sort of like who am I because so much of my like my brother was such a huge part of my upbringing and um he was definitely my best friend growing up um and like I said in America he dragged me to youth group uh I was very quiet very shy and so he would do a lot of speaking for me and so when we moved to England it was like not only am I in a different country I don't have the person who speaks for me and um, it was just a real time of like oh my goodness who am I Uh, and yeah I was very very broken at that time Um, and so probably another thing that really like formed my relationship with God and finding my identity in him and not others yeah oh god wow so good, isn't it? <laughs> it's really good. So good. We um, were thinking of questions to ask you before before you came, and um, one that we wanted to know. It might be a little bit difficult. Okay. But we wanted to know what has been the most influential hour, hour? in your life. Oh my days! I, I love that question. I so love that question. So good. Hour. So good. If you think back, is there a time where you're like, oh, you know, this time right here? Could you pinpoint? Not necessarily an hour, but just a really like significant moment as well. Mm. Or just that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, oh, I think a huge, huge uh, significant time in my life is at festival, serving at festivals yeah. um, and worshipping as on team um, with seeing young people also worship. And then uh, I guess like a super like hour um, would be 
actually what comes to mind was last year I had the privilege of volunteering at Spring Harvest and it was incredible because there was a guest speaker who came in and talked so much about um, the persecuted church and what it meant for somebody uh, to have been a Christian and, and the fact that she, I think she grew up Muslim and she took her hijab off on a TikTok live stream, something like that, and uh, declared that she loved Jesus, right? Wow. Which is amazing. Mm-hmm. But then not long later, her family killed her for it, right? And so this was a young person. And so these young people are hearing that. And what was incredible was that like later on, they heard the gospel message and they got asked to respond. And when I say almost all the room stood up, almost all the room stood up. And I just had a moment where I was like, these guys are witnessing the truth, like the full truth, what it means to be a Christian. Um, not the light, fluffy stuff, uh, but the full truth of like, wow, this is actually the cost of following Jesus. And so for me, watching young people do that, it was Oh, I got so emotional. It was so beautiful. And that's something else we're learning in Church of Mission. I'm going to talk about that a lot. Um, <laughs> is the fact that a, a lot of the time is that we don't tell the whole truth. We tell part truth. Um, and the importance of telling people the full gospel. Because mm-hmm. if they're coming to faith on like half truth, like a, a little bit of the truth, such as um, you're forgiven. If we just end there then that gives people permission to live however they want. You know, like there was, there was so much implication of not providing people the full gospel in truth. Yeah, sorry, microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so that was definitely an influential time. I think any time like worshipping with people, uh, I, th- I definitely have learned that I connect so much with God through worship um, and actually nature. Hence talking a lot about walking up the hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which... It actually took me a long time to realize that was a way that I connect with God. <laughs> a lot longer than I thought it should. Um, yeah. That's so good. A very good answer. Well, I, what I thought was a good question. Yeah, good question. It was a good question. I'm going to ask that question back to you guys now. Oh, oh dear. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe was I don't know the question yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on, James. <laughs> no, no, after you. There's two of you. Oh. You're so lucky. I think oh. I would say maybe one of the most influential hours or or periods in my life was again these these festivals that um even when I was a young person Mm. just experiencing or uh, yeah for myself a personal experience of of um God and and being filled with the Holy Spirit but also seeing people like me and um doing the same as well and being passionate for it and it's kind of that looking back I can see why my youth leaders loved it so much Because they're like, finally, yes, definitely. they can see what I've been seeing. Yeah. They can, they realise, you know, they understand and how exciting, how happy that must have made them. And then now I get to experience the same things. And so, yeah, I really think that festivals are such a, a key period. Yeah. But, um, yeah, maybe just spending, spending those times with God, you know, even just, even in the, the hours that, Sometimes feel the worst and be the most influential. Mm, that's the good. the times where you know everything seems really bad and it, it sucks. Actually, the the time if spent right with God, yeah, completely changes the direction that Absolutely. that that period of your life is going in. So yeah, probably and, something. And giving you perspective lines. while exactly. going through it. Oh, I think perspective yeah. is has always been such a a key um, narrative in my life, yeah. and having that 
a kingdom perspective. Amen. Come on. I really, really love that. And yeah, yeah I think that that's just so powerful and, and something that really I wish I could have more of. And mm. I, I strive to always be able to see things through through a kingdom perspective. So, yeah, I think that's what so I good. Think. That's, a, that's a good answer to a good question. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now it's me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree. I think a time would be where I felt really the harsh reality of life mixed with the power of God shining through it. And it's a part of my testimony, really. Uh, so double testimony episode, that's great. Come on, um, we love that. But yeah, so there was a time a couple of years ago where my dad died uh, on the sofa and we were called down and we just were just crying and praying. We just didn't know what to do. And it was really like, okay, this is what is happening. Um, and... Yeah, it was really a moment of, <laughs> what do we do? Um, and then, so we were just praying and praying, and then he, his body, which wasn't moving, just like turned to face me, um, and it just shook me. Um, and then he, yeah, life was back into his body. It was such a weird, but really crazy experience um, that really put me into the mindset of, okay, this is what my God can do. I've seen and heard of many different stories about miracles and stuff like that, but actually seeing something there, which was really personal and a mixture of everything, um, was mm. really, really something. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us, James. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That is phenomenal. It's, yeah. I don't, it's weird because I really don't share that testimony enough. Um, but, yeah. Wow. There you go. That's a privilege. Thank yeah. you so much. Praise God. Yeah. Come so, on. Yeah, that moment, definitely. Yeah. And I remember... There was a time when I was at a festival, I was 10 years old, and I, at the end of the week, there was a girl in a wheelchair, and I hadn't realized she had never walked before in her life. And at the end of the week, she stood up and started walking. And it's moments like that where you see God working, where mm. you're like, oh my gosh, that's just expanded my faith. Yeah, and right. just like expectations of what he's going to do. Mm. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing. Wow. This is phenomenal. I'm yeah. loving it. <laughs> this is such great. a good podcast. Best episode. I mean, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Everyone else, we love you too. No, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that's that's what I've really learned about regions is having more like God conversations, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's sort of like what encourages your faith yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend, and every time she opens her mouth, I'm just like that verse where it comes to mind. It's like. Uh, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I want to be encouraged by your faith. And so every time she talks, I'm like, whoa, I'm so encouraged right now. And I think we can fall into the trap of seeing like um, theology conversations and things such as women in leadership or like about theology and replace that for like what God's doing in your life. And so Mm -hmm. one of my favorite questions when I hang out with people is like, okay, what is God speaking to you about at the moment? And being able to see, you know, what is he doing right now? Because testimonies are amazing, Mm. um, but they're still happening. Like God is still moving and believing that like he's speaking to us uh, in the ordinary every day. Um, Yeah, I, I, uh, when was it? Like a week or so ago, I was getting out my, a mark for one of my papers and I was very nervous um, because third year your marks count a lot more and I just remember thinking oh my goodness I'm actually not sure if I've done well mm-hmm. I don't know what's happened and I was praying about it because I knew the marks were coming in the next day 
And I was like, oh my goodness, God, I just don't know. But the thing is, if I don't do well in this, I just don't know if I'm going to have the energy to keep going. Like, it's going to really knock me down. And um, so I, I've never done this before, but I gave God like a number, a mark uh, that I was like, okay, if I, if I get like around this number, I'll be all right. Uh, it, it, it's relatively like, yeah, sure, it's realistic. Um, but it will be so encouraging to to keep going. And the next morning when I woke up and checked my marks, it was that exact number. Wow. It was a, it was just an incredible moment and it was a real moment where I felt God going, "Hey, I'm I'm in this degree with you. Like I've not left you." And um yeah, it was just a profound moment and and sharing that with people and being like, "Look, God is still working like mm. yeah. I think we need to have more of those conversations." Definitely. And speaking of the future yeah. and what God's going to do, yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah, great question. <laughs> um, I don't really know. Um, I've got a heart for mission, mm-hmm. uh, church of mission, naturally. Uh, and being a missionary kid, like I think I wouldn't be surprised if I end right. up in mission somehow. Um, but I don't quite know what my next steps are. And I remember starting Regents and being like, that is my biggest fear, that I'm gonna leave and have no idea what's next. Mm. That is a huge fear. And it's quite incredible that I am at this point and being like, I don't quite know what I'm gonna do. I definitely uh, know that I need to finish my assignments. Yeah. <laughs> like one, one Just st- one step at a time, to <laughs> get to the next assignment. No, literally, it, it really feels like that. Um, and so I'm in a position though, where like I'm at peace at not knowing. And I think, again, going back to perspective of the fact that yes, this is my life, but as a Christian, I believe it's not my story. I'm part of God's story. And so it's like, okay, God, how do you want to use me? Um, and what does it look like for me to be faithful? Because it will look very different for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, and so just saying, okay, God, you're in control. And again, needing that faith and just trusting that he's got me uh, and that, you know, there is life after Regents yeah. as well. <laughs> wow, so good. Yeah. yeah, it's exciting stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I really just wish you all the best. In oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. It's going to be good. Really yeah. appreciate that. But yeah, as you come to the end of Regents, we are also come to the end of the podcast. <gasps> so <laughs> let me just ask you one final question. Yeah. Um, we ask everyone that comes on the podcast. Yeah. What is your favorite passage of scripture maybe just one that you would always go back to Mm, that's a good question it's like choosing your favorite bible verse it's like choosing your favorite child you just it's really hard um my brother (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is he the youngest yeah yeah, um so one i think for my time at regents one that comes to mind a lot is uh Oh, if I get this wrong, this is bad. But Proverbs 4, 23, where it's guard your heart above all else um, because everything flows from it. And that's been like a real challenge um, at Regents and what that looks like. And the fact that, um, yeah, that unforgiveness isn't actually worth the bitterness because that's poison to your soul and seeing how that looks uh, in life. And I remember last year, Uh, I went through a really hard time. I went through a really messy breakup, basically. And I remember being like really bitter and really struggling to forgive and Mm -hmm. very hurt and being like, okay, what does it practically look to guard my heart during this time? Um, And and that looked like 
what am I feeding my heart? Mm -hmm. So what am I listening to? And that went through a time where I was like, I think it Lent was close by. So I spent a good chunk of time. Where I was like, okay, I'm only listening to worship music. Um, I'm not really watching anything show-wise um, and just using that time of spending it with God. So, so that's a profound uh, Bible verse for me, but it's not the one I'm going to choose. Uh, I think, <laughs> so see what I did there? Got, to, got wow. two in one. Um, I think the one that I would choose is, is sh- it's a short one. It's Psalm 149.4, where it's, for the Lord delights in his people. Mm-hmm. He crowns the humble with victory. And it's that idea that God delights in us, um, which is so incredible. So, so growing up, like you hear a lot, God loves you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I've heard that so much, but what the English language does a disservice of is that we only really have one word for love. So I love ice cream, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love, yeah. I love lemon sorbet. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but that idea is like, okay, God loves me like I love lemon sorbet. But that verse of no, actually God delights in you mm-hmm. and how beautiful that is. And so I think that is one that I come back to of like, oh, God actually delights in you. And it's nothing that I've done, um, but just as I am. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. that's one I think comes oh, to mind. So good. So good. Well, let me just pray. Pray yeah. for us. And then, uh, yeah, we'll close. Yeah, Father, we just thank you for Lucy, Lord, and we thank you for her life and all that you've been doing through her and all that you're going to do through her, Lord. Just thank you for her journey at Regents, and we pray that she's enjoyed it and got so much out of it, Father, and that, yeah, she'll just use what she's learned to serve you and to serve your kingdom. I thank you for her testimony, Lord, of of mission and um, a drive to share the gospel, Father. I just pray that as she goes out here from Regents, Lord, that she would just follow the, the plans that you have for her and you would ordain every step she takes in your beautiful name. Amen. 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 Thank you guys Great. so much for having me. For I joining. feel so privileged. <laughs> Great. Yeah, but thank you also for listening, for watching. Uh, hopefully you've been encouraged. Hopefully you can really take something from this and use it in your lives. Um, please let us know as well. Send us a message on Instagram, on YouTube comments, anything. Um, and yeah, just to have a really blessed day. Have a great Easter. Amen. We will see you next week with another episode. Goodbye.